0: Hello, beautiful soul. My name is James Zander. Before we begin this episode, I invite you to download my free mushroom trip checklist. This is a free PDF guide that dives into everything you need to know for your next psychedelic trip, what to do before your trip, during your trip, and after your psychedelic journey. Head over to mushroomchecklist.com to download it for free or use the link in the show notes. And now, enjoy this episode. Tell me about your shroom experiences.
1: I was wondering when we would go into this. Yes.
0: It's not a James standard trip without the shrooms.
1: Exactly. So, yeah, I was actually here in Bali. And I started experimenting with mushrooms last summer. And... I was just microdosing at first, just kind of testing the waters, seeing you know how my body responded.
0: Another test.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, just many tests. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the shrooms don't mind being tested.
1: Yeah, no, they they actually enjoy it, and um, <laughs> so I started with microdosing, loved it. Mm. I just had so much fun.
0: What benefits did you feel from the microdosing?
1: Yeah, I just felt so light. And the first time I did it actually, um, my best friend and I in Hawaii, we sat down in a park and we made a tea. The tea did not work. We were newbies and... <laughs> <laughs> then she did nothing and so thankfully we shared like these i think like three little stems we had left over and so we used that to microdose and we sat there for i think like 6 or 8 hours and the time just flew by we just talked through everything that had been weighing on us and we felt so much lighter afterwards and it was like we had gone to like 10 years of therapy in mm-hmm. 6 hours and
0: I know it. Yeah, yeah. I feel it.
1: You get it. And it, it felt so expansive. Um, but I was still too afraid to like go all in and trip. And um and so I just kind of experimented with it, like doing it socially, and it always felt like I was cleaning my brain when I did it. Yeah. Like it just felt like I was sweeping out the cobwebs, getting rid of whatever was like I was holding on to.
0: A hundred percent feel that as well. Yeah. Every and trip. It's like yeah. a little more cleaning, a little more rewiring. Mm-hmm. Let's put all the furniture in, in place. You come home to your brain. Everything is neatly arranged.
1: Yes. And it just felt so good. And yeah. And I love the conversations while I'm microdosing. Like I literally just have so many bursts of ideas and... And I I always do this thing where I'm like, okay, I'm going to put a little like bookmark in there because I want to come back to that, but I have to talk about this first. <laughs> like, just so many ideas coming through that I was like, okay, bookmark that one. We'll come back to that one. Um, but you
0: open loops.
1: <laughs> literally. <laughs> Hundreds. It, yes. Oh my gosh, it's so fun. And yeah, my brain is just like, ah, this is the best. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And then my very first time tripping was in December of last year when I first came to Bali. And I was up north in Sumbukima. And uh I just yeah, it just kind of like came to fruition. A couple of guys that we had met at the um resort were like, hey, we're gonna make some mushroom cacao and go on a hike if you and your friends wanna join. And my friend Isabel and I were like, heck yes, we're down. And yeah, I was kind of scared, honestly, to trip. It's normal. Yeah, I didn't know what to expect. And
0: it's your first time diving out of the airplane. Yep.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I was weary about drinking the whole cacao, but I eventually did. And it was amazing um, the taste of it. And so we hike all the way up to the top of this hill and the mushrooms are finally hitting once we've like hiked all the way up there. And I just remember looking at Isabel and being like, I see your inner child. Mm -hmm. Like I see you as your inner child. And she's very much just like this, like childlike beautiful human. And she looked at me and she goes, you look like a fairy. And I was like, I feel like a fairy, and I've always felt very connected to fairies. Um, but yeah, that was the that was the start. And then it, the sun was setting, and all of us were really feeling it. And I just felt this like overwhelming joy. And I looked around at these three guys we had just met. And I was like, "You guys are my brothers." <laughs> like,
0: you feel I feel so love you. connected to everyone.
1: So connected. It's
0: the ultimate unifi- unity consciousness.
1: Yes, know. absolutely. And I was just like, "This is our new family. Like, <laughs> we can take on the world together, guys. Like, <laughs> we it. got this." I love it. And there was this moment that uh, I felt really connected to one of my past lives. Um which I was a Native American woman in a past life. Um, I've, I've learned that through um, past life regressions, but I felt really connected to her. And it was almost like she overtook my body for a moment. And I was standing on this like overhang, like looking at the sunset and looking at all of these beautiful villages below me. And, I just felt so much just power and like groundedness and this just confidence that I'd never really embodied before. And one of the guys came up to me during this moment. Um, Poor thing. He was just trying to show me a photo he took of me. And I was talking to Isabel when he came up and I w- I've never, like, shushed someone. But in that moment, I was like, shh, I'm speaking. And it was like, and Isabel was like, yeah. the power that just came through you. And I just felt like I was this priestess almost in a way. And and I didn't, and it felt like I I said that out of love and just, like, this confidence just grew and grew during the the mushroom trip and yeah i mean it it faded eventually afterwards and i but i still feel it today Mm. i think that's the beautiful part is that like i can tap into that energy because i'm like oh that is a part of me
0: how was his experience of that
1: he actually bless his heart he was like I was just in awe of you. Wow! In that moment, he was like, "He's like, I didn't feel disrespected at all." He was like, "I was just in awe of you, finally standing in your power." Mm. And yeah, so that was. I mean, from the outside, it probably looked like such a small moment, but it felt like really big. Yeah. Um. Because
0: the small moments are the big moments.
1: Yeah. And then seeing sacred geometry in the sky, like once the uh, sun set is. Yes. Oh my gosh. I was just like, is this real life? It is. Yeah. And It
0: it actually is the real life.
1: No, exactly. <laughs> and that's what Dima said to me, the the other guy. He was like, This is real life. And I was like,
0: We're seeing more of the life, of the hologram, of the simulation, of the dream on the shrooms.
1: Yep. And that was when it really clicked for me of like, wow, the reality that I thought was real is so much deeper and so much more beautiful. And it just felt like such a gift. Mm. And we all just kind of like laid in this cuddle puddle and I just felt like the love between us and it was one of the most special nights I've had in Bali, honestly and yeah yeah and that moment i feel like truly was another just like starting point for the awakening yeah you know of just really it's a touchstone moment yes i've yeah. had
0: a few of those yeah my first dmt trip my first asset trip yeah and each each one of these tools connects you deeper to the hologram mm. awakens the senses mm-hmm. um the doors of perception are opened, and they never really close.
1: Mm, yes, and I think what I was afraid of initially is that door never closing.
0: Mm, you thought you'd be crazy for life. Yeah,
1: because i I've had a um, my my ex and he was he would do shrooms, and he would say how at times it was fearful, and so he put that fear inside of me, making me think that oh my gosh, if I have a bad trip, I'll never come back. And so I'm so grateful that I had such a beautiful experience where I'm like, this medicine is not scary.
0: It's very friendly. It's so friendly. In the right friendly. conditions, in the right environment, with yeah. beautiful people. Mm. You almost, I, I personally, you almost cannot have a bad trip with mm-hmm. right people and the right environment.
1: Absolutely, yeah.
0: Um, I'm so happy for your first, Experience to have gone that way.
1: Thank you. Yeah, I'm really just so grateful and honestly open to you know doing more trips because you know I I know it's not going to be as one you know, it it could be as wonderful as the first one it it's most likely going to be different and could be a bit difficult and I would love to hear your experience if you've had some harder trips.
0: Each one is completely unique mm-hmm. there are some patterns that reappear over them and you kind of learn the map the territory you're like mm-hmm. you become more and more comfortable with it because you know how to find your wings quicker mm-hmm. the first hour yeah. or two it's like you're the plane's taking off you don't know what's gonna happen mm-hmm. and you find your wings um, but yeah each one has been very unique which mm-hmm. i love it's like mm-hmm. the chapter of a new uh, the new chapter of a book you don't know what's going to yeah. happen next but it leads directly to the previous chapter mm-hmm. and it ties everything in all the lessons and in terms of difficult trips there have been some they're only ever for your own good yeah and i'm talking about difficult trips that come from your own psyche let's say not difficult trips that come from bad environment and bad decisions made you mm-hmm. know like if someone's tripping unsafely mm-hmm. that's one sort of bad trip right but if someone is in a safe environment and they're having a difficult time in the inside mm-hmm. something powerful is happening there mm-hmm. it's it's hard work and that's why it feels difficult but it's necessary work and always always for me personally, when i come out of it on the other side at the tail end of the trip mm-hmm. it's always a feeling of relief of beauty of love it's like mm. that that resistance you work through it you learn mm-hmm. to surrender you learn the lesson and then you're free right and you find that the the you find the lesson in it and the trip always turns beautiful for me in the end even on the most difficult trips. And the same thing happened with ayahuasca as well. Mm. The very first ceremony, and I think I've talked about this before in the podcast, but um, the first two hours of it hitting me, I thought, this is the worst trip of my life. How am I going to survive the next six, seven, eight hours? This mm-hmm. is because I was feeling so much grief. Which actually was a good thing. It needed to be felt. But in the moment, in the intensity of it, Mm -hmm. you go, Wow, I cannot handle this. Mm -hmm. And then because of my previous mushroom trips, I knew to hold on, surrender, relax as much as possible. Mm. I had a notebook and I would just like scribble some words to try to keep me grounded in it. Yeah. But it was a lot. It was a lot. It was really tough. And then it started shifting, as any trip does. It has an arc
1: yeah mm-hmm. and I
0: felt the arc and I was like, Ooh, we're shifting. And I was like, Wait, I want to go back to the grief
1: in wow. the grief. get
0: me out, get me out. Yeah. As I was shifting in a more positive state, I'm like, that was interesting. Mm-hmm. That rawness. I'd never felt grief on that level before. Wow, I want to stay in that and learn more. Wow, But the trip took me where it took me, and and so I had enough of the grief. And, and I went on and, and learned so... And it became one of the best trips of my life. Right. The most... But imagine that. Thinking in the beginning, this is going to be the worst trip of my life too. Mm. This was the most amazing, transformational... Like the gratitude cannot be overstated for that mm. trip. Mm-hmm. And, and I've seen that in a lot of the other members in the circle, in the ayahuasca circles, you know. The next morning... Even the person who was crying all night long, they all say, gracias a la madre. Mm. Thank you to the mother. Because in that crying, in that grief, they went through something extraordinary. And when you come out of that on the other side, you're changed forever. It's like when you were talking about neutralizing the trauma of, Mm now it's not interesting anymore. You're transmuting, you're alchemizing. You come out of that changed forever.
1: beautiful
0: and also yeah my favorite part of the mushrooms and ayahuasca as well is the amount of downloads Mm -hmm. you have a direct connection to source for those six hours absolutely and i receive the best advice the best therapist the best homework um like my god it's like i take notes and notes notes after when i can write you know in the middle of the trip you can't write but you know afterwards and and I try to follow through on those as much as I can. And it's just the best downloads. It's like having a torrent to the universe.
1: <laughs> 100%. It is honestly one of the best ways to just immediately step onto this like personal growth, just rocket. Absolutely. And yeah. going back to your ayahuasca trip, I. I really do believe that when you can feel the depths of the really, really harder emotions, that's what allows you to feel the heights of the the higher, more joyful, beautiful emotions. And so I love that you were like, "Wait, I want to go back to the grief and I feel go more." Back. That was
0: interesting. That was powerful.
1: Yeah, yeah. And now
0: that I know I'm okay, let's go back. Right.
1: There. <laughs> <laughs> now, now that I know I can survive that, yeah. like,
0: <laughs> yeah. Because in the middle of it, you're like, "Oh my god, eight hours of this." Hmm. All right. <laughs> yeah. That's you know, but, but yeah, the the arc, there's always an arc. This is mm-hmm. what I want to tell people who are considering any type of trip, mushrooms or or something even deeper is there is an arc. It's it's never the same for eight hours. It shifts yeah. and molds and takes you on a whole journey. Mm-hmm. And mushrooms to me are so special because they're so friendly. Mm-hmm. They're so friendly, they're absolutely perfect for beginners. They're absolutely perfect for experienced trippers because you can mm-hmm. adjust the dose and go layers layers deep you know and absolutely and so you really get to choose your adventure mm. and choose how much you want to take and have the experience that is most needed for you and i truly you know my dream for the planet i don't know my mission if you know my mission one billion humans it's yeah my mission is to let's get one billion people on the planet connected mm. to these plant medicines mm. educated about them, working with mm-hmm. them you know, once every while, you know, maybe once a month for some people, maybe once every three months for some people. Get a, get, build a relationship with those plants. Mm. Imagine if one billion people on the planet were regularly communicating with shrooms. It would be a whole different planet.
1: Life changing.
0: Life changing. Truly. And then the vision is okay, imagine if one billion people took shrooms. On the same day. What would that do to the frequency of the planet?
1: It would raise the vibration like nothing else.
0: And what would the next morning look like? <laughs> you're in your coffee shop. You're like, were you one of the one billion? <laughs> Are you on the wave?
1: <laughs> right? Yeah. That would be incredible. That will be incredible.
0: So it's a lifelong mission for me. And it's, it's why I do the podcast. It's why I... I'm so passionate about it. I feel like every, well, maybe not every person, but at least one in eight will benefit from this.
1: Oh, I completely agree.
0: Deep down, I do believe actually every person can benefit from it. Mm -hmm. But I think some are maybe will take their time to get there. Mm -hmm. But I think we are ready as a collective for one in eight people. Absolutely. People
1: are looking for it.
0: They're looking for it. True. They're realizing it. The internet obviously yeah. has brought a lot of education to a lot of people mm-hmm. faster. Mm-hmm. And it's time. And so I
1: completely agree.
0: Hearing your experience and how beautiful it was, I wish that for mm-hmm. every human on earth.
1: Same. Absolutely. If everyone could just see their best friend as a fairy and just experience their most confident, powerful self. Yeah that would be life-changing and and more, you know, it, it's...
0: It's the wisdom. It's also like getting over the fear of it. Yeah, you know, like
1: so powerful. That
0: changes you as well. Mm-hmm. You're like, wow, I went into this realm mm-hmm. that seemed so scary and I was welcomed. Yeah. And I felt at home. And I felt more like myself and more connected to reality than my so-called sober reality.
1: Absolutely. And just seeing that... There's more than what we see eyes.
0: That was a big one for me. Mm.
1: Because you read about
0: it. You hear Mm -hmm. about it from teachers. But experiencing it first person, the mysteries,
1: Mm -hmm. the frequency,
0: seeing sacral patterns, uh, geometry in the sky, in the plants, in every living being. Mm -hmm. You're like, wow, the books were right. But now I know it because I know it, not because the book told me.
1: Exactly, and, and it
0: makes all the difference.
1: That's why honestly I feel like plant medicine and energy healing goes hand in hand because they really have so many similarities and I actually tell people that when you do a kundalini activation it's almost as if you were to do like a mini ayahuasca trip. Mm. Cuz you're moving through so many emotions when you're like have gotten to that point. Yes. And yeah, I think that everybody can can benefit from either energy healing or plant medicine and i really think that they're just both of them are so natural and just like these gifts from god because yes. they're just naturally occurring
0: that and is the m- most beautiful part as well yeah they're just like, plants that grow in our simulation yes they're the ultimate I call them the ultimate video game cheat codes. Right. If you really want to know yeah. the source code of reality. Yeah. They're planted all over every continent. Yeah. Almost every continent. It's, just pick them up and have the trip.
1: <laughs> right. And it's yeah,
0: it's It's beautiful.
1: Really incredible how so many healing modalities are just right in front of us and so many people just don't know and they they feel like they have to rely on the medical system when of course medicine is so important but it's like you could do what you do in 10 years of therapy in like two trips or one trip you know and it's really just it is a life hack in a way
0: yeah And it's not to set the expectation for people that they're going to get 10 years of therapy. I actually think going with no expectations is the best. Surrender. Maybe you'll feel nothing. Maybe you'll Mm -hmm. feel, you know, because then you're open to the surprises. Yes. It's the preconceived ideas that kind of get in the way sometimes.
1: So true. Yeah, and that's the same with Kundalini. Mm. It's like going in it with no expectations Mm -hmm. and just surrendering to it. Yeah, there's a lot of parallels, I feel like, with both kundalini and plant medicine.
0: Do you think you'll ever want to experience ayahuasca?
1: Yes. I've been feeling the call for a while now. And yeah, again, the fear is what holds me back. So I feel like that would be just even just getting myself to do it. Not even the actual experience would be powerful in itself just to again like overcome that fear
0: yeah just remember how you were welcomed into Mm. the shroom land yeah it's it's the same with ayahuasca for for me personally i can only speak for myself but it's it is a welcoming home Mm. and like i like i described it can be very tough yeah but the toughness comes not from anything the medicine is doing to you it's coming from your own psyche and your own Mm -hmm. traumas Mm -hmm. right the grief i was feeling it wasn't because ayahuasca was punishing me in some way it was Mm -hmm. i was working through stuff i had not wanted to look at Mm -hmm. and the ayahuasca the ultimate truth teller it's like we're gonna shine a flashlight on that
1: Mm -hmm. absolutely and
0: like you know they call her mother ayahuasca like a mother she can be stern Mm -hmm. there's always the love She's Whoa. not going to drop you. So she's always supporting you. So even in the yeah. grief, someone, something was holding me there.
1: Mm, that's what I've heard. It's just, you can really feel her energy. And I love that because, yeah, the mushroom energy is just so like, it's almost playful in a way sometimes. Oh, yeah. and it's oh I just, love
0: that playfulness. Yeah. Talk about inner child.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And so, yeah, I feel like it'd be really really cool to experience kind of an opposite not opposite but different energy in ayahuasca where it's more all right i'm going to support you we're going to go through this together and yeah no i feel it it would i know it will be very 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 powerful Mm,
0: so beautiful yeah
1: i'm excited for the day that i decide to do it
0: it'll be divine timing
1: Exactly. And that's what I truly feel is I feel like I'm in this waiting period of like, OK, when is someone going to present it to me? Because an opportunity, because then I will know it's time. But I feel like I, I don't want to seek it out just yet.
0: Let it yeah. come to you. Mm-hmm. Maggie, it's time for the lightning round. Oh, you're ready. I'm ready. <laughs> OK. You've been listening to a clip from my new episode with Maggie Moon. Head over to the James Zander Trip channel to watch the full episode, and be sure to subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, Apple, and YouTube. Visit jameszander.com for more details. Thank you so much, and I'll see you in the next episode. Hello, beautiful soul. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you learned something today, and I hope this episode helped you in your psychedelic and spiritual journey. If you enjoyed this podcast, you might enjoy my other podcast, The James Zander Trip, where every week I bring a fascinating guest onto the podcast to dive into psychedelics, mindset, and spirituality. Search for The James Zander Trip on YouTube, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts, or visit jameszandertrip.com. I recommend listening to the first episode, where I dive into ayahuasca with my friend Jacob and his wild experiences on psychedelics. And if you want to stay connected with me, join my free newsletter at jamesandertrip.com. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode. If you enjoyed this episode, you might enjoy my brand new audio course, Unlock God Mode. Unlock God Mode is a four-week experience where every day you'll get a 15-minute audio lesson that gives you frameworks, tools, and perspectives to upgrade your relationship with life. In the same way that mushrooms give you insights that help you up level in the video game of life i designed this course to do the same thing for you i've compiled every lesson that i learned through psychedelics through meditation through my spiritual work through life i've put my best tools in this course so that no matter who you are if you choose to go on this adventure with me you're going to learn some amazing frameworks you're going to learn to see life with new eyes you will improve your relationship with life, and by extension, your life will improve. If you're interested in more details, go to jameszander.com godmode, or use the link in the show notes. Use the promo code SHROOMS for a special discount. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I deeply appreciate you. Feel free to reach out to me through my newsletter. Go to jameszander.com to sign up. I'd love to connect.